Welcome to Passions with Purpose, a podcast exploring hobbies that relate to a deeper spiritual meaning. In today's episode, we are talking all about camp ministries. Our guest today, Wesley Gillum, has been a spiritual leader not only in his high school um, with discipleship groups, but um, on campus here at Anderson University for the Baptist Collegiate Ministry, and also has been a camp counselor for Camp McCall for four years. He's worked all the way from the grunt work of the ministries into the leadership roles. Well, Wesley, thank you for joining us today on Passions with Purpose. Uh, how you doing, man? Well, thanks for having me. I, I'm feeling really good. I, I'm really excited to talk about um, camp ministry and um, just all that that's meant to me. Awesome. All right. Well, let's just uh, hop right into it, man. So what got you into camp ministries? Was there a camp that you went to when you were younger or how did that kind of that desire and that passion come about? Yeah, so actually I've been going to Camp McCall um, ever since first grade. So we have this thing called Lad Dad Camps where you come with your dad, um, first through fourth graders, and that is where I first was introduced in first grade all the way to fourth grade. Um, and then I started going, I kept, continued going as I went um, along in my middle school and high school career and uh, until I got to the point where I could apply to be a staffer. Um, and that story is kind of crazy in itself, how I even became one. So, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into camp ministry. And um, now I'm, I've been a staffer for four years, and it has been such a blessing, and it has really changed my life. And when you say staffer, you mean uh, at Camp McCall, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I. So we don't call each. We don't call ourselves counselors. We call ourselves staffers because we don't get paid enough to be called counselors. That is just a joke we have. Okay. So okay. We don't. We don't go by counselors. We go by staffers. Okay. <laughs> so Camp McCall, where is that located again? It is located in Sunset, South Carolina. So about twenty minutes above Pickens, South Carolina. Okay. That's awesome, dude. So you've been there for four years. So um, what's been some of the transitions that you've made while being at the camp, being a staffer for four years? What does that look like for you in your journey there? So as you stated earlier, I kind of went from the grunt work of the ministry to being more on the administrative side. So going from kind of lowest rung of the ladder um, to kind of like the top and of course, it's nothing that I did, but all that God has changed me. So one, one thing, like, at the beginning, I was the facilities assistant. So pretty much I did a lot of grounds work, which was mostly weed eating and lawn mowing, um, like, all day, every day. And it was hard, but, like, that was a huge character builder. Like, I don't think I had to work for anything in my life up until that point, oh being honest. Like, being honest, like, I, I feel like I'm... I kind of breeze through everything that I had up until then, and then I get there, and for about eight hours to nine hours a day, I was doing manual labor, oh my God. and I actually had to, like, really work for it. So, like, work ethic, patience especially. Dude, yeah, grass sure. grows quick, bro. Dude, grass does grow quick. <laughs> quick. I was, uh, so, back home in Kentucky, where I'm from, we have um, 18 acres, and we probably had to mow. Like especially during the summer, like once or twice a week. Yep. Um, 
at least nine of those acres. And it was just like, Dad, we don't need nine acres of cut grass. <laughs> and it looks good. And especially oh, when yeah, I cut it. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, did, you, <laughs> did, did you ever, uh, like, make the stripes in the grass or anything? Or did you just, like, cut just to cut? Yeah, I just cut just to cut. I did my job. I, I, I would like to say I did it well uh, when I did it. But, yeah, yeah, my boss would literally be like, uh, hey, my name there is Jackknife. So we have, like, nick- nicknames there. Like, hey, Jackknife, um, could you go cut the activity building again? And literally in my mind, I would be like, I cut that like three days ago. Like, not even <laughs> joking. I would like start getting angry. <laughs> but then I think that was just more for the character building. Like, the character that I got out of that was like patience. Like, right, right. I mean, grass grows quick, but like, that's my job. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta work for it and I got to have patience to like get through it, even though it might stink at the time. But, like, have patience to, like, just get my work done and be diligent in it. Right. Did you ever have, like, a little run-in with a couple of pebbles whenever you're weed-eating and, like, they just shoot back at you? <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, never wore closed sewed shoes, never wore pants. What? I was a – I don't know what got into me, but my, like, legs were legs of steel after that summer. <laughs> like, literally – like, I would wear Chacos only, and I would wear no pants, and I would, wouldn't really use eye protection either. Not, it was kind of Not terrible. even shorts? No, oh, 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 I meant, <laughs> I meant shorts. I, I wore shorts. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was an experience, but, like, it, it really grew me a lot, um, and just, like, through adversity, because I never really had that kind of adversity in my life right. um, growing up, so... But yeah, it was it was crazy. I really, uh, it it came down to it came up to like boiling points at some points. Yeah. Like whenever I'm all alone and I'm, like, weed eating for hours. Right, right. This like, was the first year, correct? This was the first year. Okay. So weed eating for hours, like, it took a toll on on me big time, and it really took God like showing me the reason for my work to to get out of this slump it it was a lot of me complaining i used to be complain a lot mm. a lot of me just being like i want to be with kids i want to be with these guys like and pour into these guys but i'm out here weed eating right. like what but not it, really what you expected when you said you were going to be a staffer y- yep but like that story on its own maybe i can tell that story later but the story of how i became a staffer it's just like blows my mind to see how God just like brought me there. Um, how did that? How did that happen? You can you can talk about. Yeah. That so, whenever it came to eleventh grade, I was in eleventh grade, and I it came time to apply for staff. And me and my buddy um, Scott, um, we were like, we had been wanting to be staffers for a long time, and we just both decided we we're like we're not going to apply this year. We're like, we'll have one more year to kind of get the reins of, like, have a, have a regular summer with our families. Okay. And then, and then next year we would apply. Right. So we had come to that conclusion, and I was kind of fine with it. But then I was reading this book in my Bible study that I was in. What, was the, what was the book? Yeah, it was Dis- The Disciplines of a Godly Young Man. And we 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 read it, (laughs) yeah, we read it um, all through 
like the first semester and then like into the second semester and the last chapter said something like this it said if you have a chance to if you have an opportunity to advance the kingdom of god right now take it and i was like what in the world am i gonna do this summer nothing Literally, I would have, sorry, I'm getting emotional right now. No one can see this on the thing. But, like, nothing that I was going to do was going to be anything for the glory of God except maybe, like, a youth retreat that I'm going to. Right. You know, I was going to go to Disney World and have fun at the beach with my family, play a lot of video games, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, all the regular stuff, but. Dumb high school stuff that I I is important but isn't. (laughs) Amen, amen. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, like. I was praying about it. I, I Right at that moment, I was like, where can I go to do ministry, to advance the kingdom of God? Right. And the first thing that popped in was like, Camp McCall. But there was one problem. It was two months after the application deadline. <laughs> okay, but how did you? That, that's what I, I'm going to, I'll get it to it. I'll get right, to it. Right, right. Um, I was like, dude, like, what am I supposed to do? So I emailed the camp director. Okay. And I said, hey, Spinner, I'm going to put my application in, and this is the reason why I got convicted for this summer. Like, I really believe that God is leading me mm-hmm. to this direction, and I'm just going to put my application in. Um, I don't know what you can do with it, but I'll just do it. And then I did it, and I got an email back saying, <laughs> he said, yeah, so we already gave all out all the jobs, so I'm sorry, but, like, if anything comes up, maybe I'll, like, keep you in mind. Right. So I was like, dang, like, <laughs> it's over. I don't have anything anymore. Yeah. Like, but it was worth a try. I was like, there's, it's not, it's not, I guess it was worth the try. And I kind of left at that. I was like, God's will be done. If he wants me to be there, he'll, he'll, he'll let me be there. Right. And two weeks later, I get this email and it says, a new opportunity at Camp McCall. <laughs> and I was like, what? Look at God. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, seriously. Like, but it detailed this new job that they just made called the facilities assistant. And it, it like, detailed the job. And I was like, I don't give a crap what the job is. I'm, I'm taking it. Because this is like God right here. Right. So I took the job. And I... I'm not going to lie, I have, I had never picked up a weed eater in my life. <laughs> I was so unequipped for this job, but that's also, like, one of the learning curves I got, I had to, kind of the character builder, hence of the, like, learning. Hence the chacos and the shorts the entire summer, yep. not being prepared to weed eat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so, like, that's how I got the job, and, like, it changed my life. Like, the next year, COVID happened, and, like... If I would have been a staffer then, it would have taken me two whole years before I could actually work a regular summer. Oh, dang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, camp ministry got kind of shut down by COVID. Yeah, everything changed. So, <laughs> so it's like I got, to, I got to have that summer before, which really, like, changed my outlook on a lot of things. So um, God brought me there, like, as you can see in the, in the story, but it's just been so, so good for me. Dang. And, one of my passions. So what was the transition from like doing that stuff and like how that built your character and your patience and just like discipline with the weed eating and yeah. just like 
the manual labor where you were doing that for a reason. You weren't just like at the camp weed eating yeah. for a job or whatever. Like you sacrificed your entire summer for a purpose and like mm. you didn't really see like I don't know exactly what God used you doing that and your discipline in that yeah for that summer, but I'm sure like, you know, that provided like kids to come to the camp and see like, okay, this place is well maintained and it's not exactly. some dump or anything. So yeah, so I I had a bad outlook on it the first half of the summer. Just like I was saying, complaining. Yeah. Um just thinking about it as in just a job like mm-hmm. that I had to do since I signed up for this. And it all changed one day with one interaction that I had. I was I was weed eating out at the lake during registration day. And I was out there, you know, doing my thing with my chacos, my shorts. <laughs> and I was, like, on the brink of just almost just giving up. Be like, I'm done, like, I'm done with I, Like, thing. literally, there was Throw, one time the, the, weed like eater the day before the I almost, like, I threw the weed eater across, like, the field. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, because it was just came to a boiling point of, like, I'm done with this, bro. Like, this is just, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. I don't see the fruit of my labor. Yeah, you were just sowing seeds for like, no reason in your head. Yeah, yeah see, see what I'm saying? It just, it got, it got to a boiling point, just like I was saying earlier. Right. And it came to the point where I was weed eating, and I was like, come on, man. I do this every single registration. And this dad, this random dad, I don't even know his name, came up to me, and he said, hey, um, I really... I really appreciate what you're doing. It really makes camp look really great. Dang. And I said, I looked at that guy, looked at that dad. I said, wow, thank you. And then, it, like, that little encounter. Just like that. <laughs> changed my whole perspective because after that, I realized, like, I'm on a mission. I am still a part of this ministry just as much as anybody else. Because right. what would happen if they came in, just like you were saying earlier, about being being well maintained. What if they came in and all the grass was like knee high, <laughs> and uh, and everything looked terrible? Right. What would would they even go to Camp McCall? Yeah. Probably not. No, they wouldn't. Well, not even just that, but like thinking about the implications of like the leaders there or like the owners, they have to like they have to stress out about that yeah. stuff. So you're taking stress off of them, which could help them in turn train the other leaders or the other staffers or like how have them well prepared to pour into the kids that come to the camp yeah so that kind of changed my whole perspective on it a lot because of just that one dad giving me that little compliment that he probably thought was nothing he thought probably oh i'll just say this to this guy who's weed eating but it showed me i was on a mission right there where i'm at and I had a place, and I was here for a reason. I had, I had a mission that I was on, and I'm still a vital part of camp. Right. And um, that changed my whole perspective. Of, I always complained that I wasn't with the campers, but I had time with campers after dinner. So then from then on, I really, I really, every single time I had with campers, I would make the most of it. Like, literally, I would go insane. Like, I would just... Like, make, just have, have as much fun as I can with these guys and pour into them as much as I can with the little time I have. 
Right. You will not believe like the fruit of that, of just being faithful to pour into these campers, even though I don't have that much time with them. So it it really did. God really changed my perspective like about halfway through the summer, and it changed my whole outlook on almost life by that one dad just saying that little thing. All right, last question, real quick. For anyone that's listening to this podcast or is genuinely just interested in camping, what do you like? What are some words of encouragement for them to just go out and go do it? I think the biggest encouragement that I have is. At this point in our lives, I, f- I feel like most of the people who are going to be listening to this are college students. Right. And at this point in our lives, this is like the last time that we can go into camp ministry, that we can take a summer to be a camp counselor. And I will encourage you that it is a transforming experience, both with your character and with knowing more about God and his character, and also just all that I've learned from what I've done, it's prepared me for life. And if you can take that summer to give up your summer to sacrifice for the kingdom of God, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat because of just how much it has changed me and how much God has worked in me through it. So that would be my encouragement to you, anyone who's listening, that Take that leap of faith to go and give up a summer since sacrificing, Jesus sacrificed his life for us. That means we can maybe sacrifice a summer for for his kingdom and for his glory and for his gospel. That would be my encouragement. Dude, that's so good. Well, Wesley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great. Thank you for having me. Dude, it's so great to hear about uh, my friend's passions and it was really great to listen to you talking about your passion for camp ministries thank you for listening to passions with purpose um hope you have a great day and uh hope you find your passion out there see ya